1: Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Happy Monday uh, to you and yours. Uh, Happy day after the Chiefs get blasted on Sunday Night Football. I can't say I'm happy about it, but maybe some of you Buffalo Bills fans are. All right. Awesome show planned for you today, but it's just you and me one-on-one today. Uncle Jimmy's doing well. He's at home. He's recovering. Uh, But I've kind of had... A little bit on my plate today and so it's just me and you solo I think uh, the rest of the crew Steve Kim Delano these guys will be here uh, tomorrow uh, had a good visit uh, with Steve Kim and Delano and Shamika Michelle and Leonidas they all came to Nashville last week very busy now everybody's traveled back home I had an absolutely awesome sports weekend particularly on Saturday uh, the Deontay Wilder-Tyson uh, Fury fight uh, was spectacular, uh, or spectacularly entertaining. Uh, the college football was good. My Ball State Cardinals rocked Western Michigan. We were getting 12 points, and I think we won by 20-some-odd points. I can't remember, from 45 to some, I don't know. We, we broke out a can of whoop-ass on uh, Western Michigan. Uh, but I have a awesome fire starter for us today. I'm going to light this flyer, and then I'm going to keep it going uh, for a time, just you and I, and and that's going to be the show uh, for today. This fire starter <laughs> is amazing though, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope you guys are telling your friends about the show. I hope you hit the subscribe, the like button. I hope you jump down into the comments and leave me a comment if you've noticed. I do get in the comments and respond. I may even tonight watch the show with you and put little comments in the live chat. Uh, but come join the party, tell your friends, hit that subscribe button, it's very important. Make sure you're supporting all of our sponsors like Good Ranchers and Built Bar and all that. But without further ado, <clears throat> let me get out my matches and gasoline and start a fire. Not everyone's gonna like this fire. Uh, particularly Randy Moss, I'm not sure he's gonna like it. Uh, There is a bright side to Randy Moss's tearful, John Gruden-inspired performance on Sunday NFL Countdown. At least ESPN didn't demand the Hall of Fame receiver wear a dress while pretending to be emotionally devastated over a 10-year-old comment in a private email that had zero to do with Randy Moss. And by the way, I'm spelling Randy with an I at the end. Uh, In the emasculation assault being waged against black men, Randy, that's Randy with an I, his crocodile tears are a tiny sign of progress. Tears for jeers, you get that tears for jeers? Has seemingly replaced the long popular tactic of black comedians in drag. Moss joins his ESPN football colleague and social media tough guy, Ryan Clark, in feigning distraught over inconsequential racial comments. On Sunday, Moss was brought to tears when discussing an email Gruden fired off in 2011 to an NFL executive. In the email, Gruden called NFLPA executive director, DeMarie Smith, dumb, and said his enormous lips were enormous. Uh, Last year Clark was reduced to tears when retelling the story of his collegiate son being called the n-word by a random white woman who was driving her car through a fast food drive-through window. The lack of crying in baseball is being made up for by ESPN's Tears for Jeers campaign that was originally culturally appropriated by Kirk Herbstreet at the behest of race bait queen, Maria Taylor. Kirk, I'm, I'm sorry I had to reference you in this. I, I respect you, but I gotta keep it real. Uh, but let's not kid ourselves. This important Tears for Jeers campaign should be credited to the great black messiah, St. George Floyd, who died for all of white man's sins, including Grooting's salty emails tears for jeers is one of the tangible benefits of living in 2021 ag after george before george commonly referred to as bg men didn't shed fake tears on national television unless they were reading from a script the crucifixion of George Floyd and his resurrection as a symbol of divinity made victimhood more easily accessible and desirable for the average black male celebrity. On Sunday, Moss used Gruden's leaked email to ascend through the pearly gates of victimhood with a performance that delighted his white co-workers: Samantha Ponder, Teddy Bruschi, Matt Hasselbeck, and Rex Ryan. Moss loosed his emotions like Angela Bassett
2: in the movie Waiting to Exhale. Take take a listen to this. We talk about leadership. We give guys these big contracts because they want to be able to lead 70 men, coaches, equipment, staff, and managers to the number one goal, and that's to win a championship. And for us to be moving back and not forward in 21st century, like I said, man, National Football League, this hurts me. The clock is ticking, man. I'm I'm sorry. For us to be moving
1: back, not forward. You know, we went 10 years into John Gruden's
0: emails and we found racism in those emails from John Gruden back. We're not looking forward. We're not moving forward. The NFL, this hurts. This, This hurts, those emails hurt me. Didn't they hurt you? I mean, oh my God. He said, Demore Smith has big lips. Oh my God. Can you believe that? Demore Smith has big lips. And he said it in an email.
1: Moss, of course, is angry and hurt because a decade ago, while an employee at ESPN, Gruden wrote an email to a Washington executive that said Smith had lips the size of Michelin tires. I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. Smith's soup coolers are more Firestone than Michelin. I, you know, let me go. I also think this whole incident is grossly exaggerated. Gruden told ESPN, that he uses the term rubber lips to describe liars. I don't buy that excuse. Rubber tongue? I would buy that. Gruden was talking about the size of Smith's lips. They're enormous. Gruden is a football coach. Language is brutal and raw in a football environment. It's not remotely PC. Randy Moss has heard football coaches executives and players, black and white, say far worse things than D. Marie Smith has enormous lips. Randy Moss has said far worse things. We all have. I know I have. ESPN's conversation about Gruden's email is one of the most dishonest and unsavistic TV discussions I've ever seen. And that's a big statement, considering in the past decade, we've been fed endless TV segments that pretend police violence is the most lethal and pervasive threat to black men. Sam Ponder wondered how the Raiders could play a football game with such heavy hearts after learning that Gruden's eyes could recognize the enormity of Smith's lips. Bruschi insinuated that he would have trouble playing for Gruden because of Gruden's 2020 vision. Moss should win an Academy Award for Best Leading Actor, and Ponder and Bruschi should win Best Supporting Actors. But, and we didn't play the, I wish we had played the full clip, because I would love for you to see what Bruschi said, what, what, what Matt Hasselbeck said, but the most interesting thing is How did Rex Ryan keep a straight face during this entire charade? Can you imagine what Rex Ryan's emails and texts look like? The man has a foot fetish. You remember that about Rex Ryan? He has a foot fetish. You think his emails, texting, and talking about the significance of Big Feet, you think he does any of that? Here's here's the more important question that I, I literally pondered all weekend, are we black men? Are we so fragile that Gruden's opinion on Smith's enormous lips can reduce us to tears? I'm just not that fragile. The opinion of white men just isn't that important to me. Gruden's email doesn't impact my life. I like my big lips. Love them. I'm not ashamed of them. I'm rather proud of them. Granted, my lips aren't as enormous as Smith's, but I've seen bigger ones, particularly on white women. Over the past decade, big lips have become quite popular. Women pay money for injections that enhance the size of their lips. Matter of fact, I'd love to see Angelina Jolie and DeMarie Smith hook up. They would make quite the couple, whatever. Gruden's emails also doesn't tell me anything about what Gruden thinks of black men. Gruden thinks Smith is dumb. Gruden's eyes tell him Smith's lips are enormous. Those are justifiable opinions. In comparison to former NFL PA PA executive director, Gene Upshaw, I believe Smith is rather incompetent and stupid. The size of Smith's lips are not up for debate. As of today, I've yet to hear one former Gruden assistant coach or player say Gruden treated them in a racist fashion. Randy Moss has a rubber tongue. Moss and Clark come across like black Karens, busybodies who enthusiastically call the thought police to report misdemeanor verbal crimes as felonious assaults. You have to wonder how they survived inside NFL locker rooms with this kind of razor thin skin. Or maybe the only way for a black man to survive at ESPN is to abandon all semblance Of masculinity. That's my fire. And if you're offended, I wanted to offend you. I really did. Because this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. John, first of all, John Gruden in that email intended to insult Dee Marie Smith. Not Dee Marie Smith personally, because he never intended for Dee Marie Smith to see the the email. But he did want to denigrate Dee Marie Smith. Perhaps there are those of you out there that have written email, have never written an email, a text, a letter. uh, You've never said a word to anybody behind their back, in front of their face intended to insult that person. Maybe you, maybe there's, maybe there's someone out here in the audience that's listening or watching this and you're actually Jesus Christ and you've never uttered a a harsh word about anybody. You've never mocked anyone's appearance. You've never commented on, it, it would almost be like Corey or Chris If I was, if I found an email or overheard a discussion y'all were having with your wife and said, well, I got man boobs. And I'd be like, oh oh my God, I'm so offended. Oh, they they noticed my man boobs and commented on them. Are we really that thin skinned? that we can't handle the truth about us. And I don't care about what they did in the 1800s and the early 1900s, it ain't that time now. Big lips are in style, big time. People are paying money to get them. It's like complaining if somebody said, you got a nice booty. You got women out here paying thousands of dollars to get big booties like black women. Kylie you, you you got, come on, man. Damn near every white woman I know is putting something in their lips. Trying to get a little bit of what D. Marie Smith has. And to sit on, to, for ESPN, do they know that little about sports and football and football players that, that they don't know in a locker room? That someone, that some, the players on the radio, oh my God, I, I can't play today. John Gruden noticed that DeMarie Smith has some of the biggest lips we've ever seen. I can't play football. Oh, do the, that discussion led by Samantha Ponder, participated by Teddy Bruschi. The thing I wanted to ask, do y'all really think we this week? Now I know Randy Moss is pretending to be this week. And maybe he is that weak. But do you really think everybody's this weak? That, oh, I can't go to work today. John Gruden in a private email commented about Marie Smith's lips. And, oh, I don't want to play for him now. And I'll just put my head down and play for my family. Cut this bullshit out. These very people, Moss, Brewski, Ponder, I'm cutting, I didn't hear nothing silly from Rex Ryan, but maybe I didn't hear the whole conversation, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to cut Matt Hasselbeck some slack, he tried to figure out a way to basically say nothing, well the solution's inside that locker room, I think is what Hasselbeck said, and that's a pretty good way of saying nothing, hats off to you Matt, but Brewski, Ponder, and Randy Moss, cut it out, Stop it. Y'all are promoting racial division with your actions. You, you want to talk about who's denigrating black people? It's y'all. Y'all on national TV, not in a private email. Y'all on national TV say black men are so weak that an email from 10 years ago about Dee Marie Smith's lips. Has reduced The black dudes in the Raiders locker room to, oh, they can barely play football today. They have heavy hearts because Dee Marie Smith has heavy lips. Stop it. This. And Randy Moss sounded. Randy Moss Moss sounded stupid. My rights were violated when I was in high school. My civil rights were. When I beat up a white boy in high school and got a jail sentence, my, my rights were violated. I mean, he didn't include all the details into what he was talking about. But <laughs> we act like because Randy Moss could run a four or two and call some touchdown passes, we act like, this makes him a public intellectual. He's not. Randy Moss is built to run a 4-2 and catch touchdown passes. Talking about social issues and and what's going on in the NFL that has more to, that has nothing to do with what's actually transpiring on a nine route. Randy Moss is totally out over his skis. They should have Randy Moss come on and talk about nine routes. That's it. Talking about what guys in the locker room are feeling or oh, he's so tore up. We're going backwards, NFL. It's backing up. 10 years ago,
0: John Gruden said something inappropriate in an email. Oh my God, America let's burn down some more cities. John Gruden is Derek Chauvin.
1: (laughs) John Gruden ain't no different than me, no different than my daddy, no different than none of my uncles, no different than virtually anybody I know. And at Any of my friends, and I'm sorry if my friends don't want to be painted that way. Maybe they've all turned perfect, too, in this little safe space culture we live in. But uh, uh, what a coach says, and he was a broadcaster at that time, in a private email. Has you on national TV crying? Like you, caring? And, 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 and. I I just can't. I can't be the only one who sees this. That that in order to be on ESPN and virtually any of these jobs on television as a black man, you must they check your masculinity uh, before the camera. Red lights come on. Hand us your balls. Hand us everything, all your masculinity, all your balls. Hand them over here. We're going to hold them. We'll give them to you after you get off camera. Now go out there. We're not going to, okay, it's obvious when we make you put a dress on, so we're not going to do that, Randy. You don't have to put a dress on. You don't have to put no high heels on. But go out there and cry and pretend like uh, something John Gruden said in a private email uh, got you laying, in, laying on the canvas like you'd. Uh, Deontay Wilder after uh, Tyson Fury done broke out another can of whoop ass on you. I mean, see, who, who, Randy, did you watch the fight Saturday night? Most people did. Maybe Deontay Wilder inspired you. Maybe seeing Deontay Wilder get his ass whooped by a white boy made you, (laughs) let me go out here and lay down on the canvas too. What, what, who outlawed black masculinity? And why is everybody just like volunteering? They're not even forcing the emasculation on you. Randy Moss at the end of that segment, I'm telling you at the end of it, and and see if y'all can dig it up before we finish the whole thing, because I'd like to play it. Uh, Randy Moss says something about, uh, Yeah, I'm showing you my soft side. And he's laughing with Sam Ponder about it. It's like they're about to break out uh, the Barbie dolls and play house, right on national TV. Him and Sam Ponder, I'm showing you my soft side, girl. What, What are we doing? Black men, men in general, Rex Ryan, if he had a pair, should have reached over and slapped the shit out of Randy Moss. Somebody in Randy Moss's family, wife, mama, daddy, somebody should be, hey man, don't embarrass us like that ever again. What John Gruden thinks of Demarie Smith or Randy Moss is 1,000% irrelevant. And this is what happens when you make the white man your God. Because again, now, you want to see me cry on TV about somebody saying something negative about me. Let it be Jesus Christ. Let it be God. Then you'll see me cry. But John Gruden. Just, it, some, some. And the thing like with Ryan Clark, he was talking about. His son. This was like a year ago, when, when this whole tears for jeers thing got popular over at ESPN. Ryan Clark sitting on TV, uh, whining because him, his son was uh, in a uh, walking walking through. Him and some friends were walking through a drive through, and and got into some little dispute with a white woman. There was a car was in the drive through, and she allegedly called them the N word. And look, what the woman did was disrespectful and rude, and I get it. But the hell if I'm going on national TV and going to cry about it, and act like, oh, my God, my son. This woman called my son, the N-word. Oh, it just tore up. Are you kidding me? I mean, what happened to us? I'm not... When, When I was growing up, when when somebody hit us with that word and it was a white person, we took our jackets off and was like, Let, let's get it on. <laughs> you want to be about that? We, we wanted to throw hands. As a kid, I'm not even saying that's the proper response, but that's the way we handled it. I couldn't ever think of going on national TV, on local radio, and shedding tears over some idiot who just exposed themselves. The constru- the person calling you an N word, the person who denigrates your appearance in e- in email or publicly, they're making a fool out of themselves. Not, they're not making a fool out of me. The only way they can make a fool out of me is if I let them control my response, my reaction, my emotions. Someone call me a name and I get all, oh, I'm so upset. They won. You've given them that power. There's a button. You are so easily manipulated. Everybody knows, oh, there's just a little button we need to push. And watch this black man fold. Watch him lose control of his emotions and watch him uh, uh, break down in tears or or, want to do something violent that's going to land him in jail. We can't be this easy because if it's always going to be a game of checkers. When life is actually a game of chess. Cause Randy Moss, Ryan Clark, they're playing checkers in a game of chess. The entire media, corporate media keeps telling black men, keep playing checkers, play checkers, play checkers, play checkers. The game is actually chess. If you never attempt to learn the rules of chess, you're always going to be a loser in life. Always. You don't have to like me. You don't have to even respect what I'm telling you, but it's the truth. If you want to win in the game of life, play chess, not checkers. In the game of chess, you can't be controlled by emotions. You can't have an emotional response to everything that happens to you. You can't allow the white man to become your God and have his opinion of you matter more to you than your opinion of yourself or the opinion of God. You're always going to lose. They're going to criticize me and oh look at Whitlock tearing down Randy Moss and Ryan Clark. He's tearing down black men. No, what I'm doing is trying to tell Randy Moss, Ryan Clark, and anybody else that wants to learn something, how to actually play the game. I get that these guys made a lot of money playing football. But if what we saw from Randy Moss on TV is any indication of how he handles himself outside of football, Randy Moss would be homeless and unemployed if he had to rely on this up here, based off of what he just showed us on ESPN. I'm sorry if that hurts, but a grown man should be smarter and more in control of himself than to play that little step and fetch it role, and that little, I'm not gonna use the B word, but I just did, that role on national TV with four or five white folks sitting around, look, look at this soft ass, whining and crying over uh, John Gruden's emails that was, didn't have a damn thing to do with you, uh, and was factual about the size of D. Marie Smith's lips. And if, if D. Marie Smith can't handle somebody saying something about the size of his lips, then he's weak too. Cause if somebody wants to crack a joke about my stomach, my man, boobs, whatever, I care less. I'm a grown ass man. You put no food in my mouth. You you ain't paying none of my bills. You ain't God. So I can care less. Any of you, black, white, whatever. Do we have the full clip now? Is that what you're doing? Let's, I think it's about a three minute clip. I want to play the whole thing. And, and give you my full take, not that I have not already, but give you my full take on the whole thing. Here's the whole club.
0: Obviously, there's going to be a lot of emotional responses to this. Teddy, I, I hear you saying, basically, if you were in that locker room today, you kind of just put your head down, and you think of him as the leader in terms of the decision maker, but not necessarily a leader you respect. I'm curious from your perspective, Randy, if you were in that locker room today, would you be able to play for him?
2: You know, to, to speaking to Teddy, Teddy's point, you know, Basically, you hear us talk about we got got work to do, we got a job to do, and that's to provide for our families. And, and, and Teddy hit it right right on the head of, of just putting your head down and going playing football. You know, I, I speak about the game of football. I fell in love with the game of football, Sam, at six years old. And I get emotional talking about it because of situations like this. My civil rights were taken, were, 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 were kind of messed with in high school mm-hmm. over the color of my skin. And now being able mm-hmm. to play 14 years in the National Football League to have something like this of a leader. We talk about leadership. We give guys these big contracts because they want to be able to lead 70 men, coaches, equipment, staff, and managers to the number one goal, and that's to win a championship. And for us to be moving back and not forward in 21st century, like I said, man, National Football League, this hurts me. The clock is ticking, man. I'm can, sorry. No. I can play for you, but I'd rather not. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'd rather not do it, but if I have to do it, I will. And it's just because I have other people that I have to provide for. Yeah. Right? But I, I'd rather not do it. Yeah. But it, it, We've done it before in different situations. We are all mentally tough people in that locker room, mm-hmm. but it's something you'd rather not do.
0: Yeah, so this is what I think about. Ow. It's like mm-hmm. Randy's sitting up here feeling this way from a distance I can't imagine a guy in that locker room today trying to play a football game feeling that way With a
2: heavy how mm. I don't know it hurts. I don't
0: know how what Max Matt or Rex I would love to hear your perspective what should the NFL do right now you see this response and you guarantee there's there's a version of this response in that locker room what should they do how do you make this right how does John Gruden make this right at this point or is it a lost because
2: I'm at a loss for solutions, but I think the, the the answer to that question probably comes from somewhere inside that locker room, in that Las Vegas. Are they still following him? I mean, that's a big question. You have you have the the, the slogan of, of Al Davis talking about, you know, just win, baby. Today in Las Vegas, the slogan is must win, baby. So to be be able to to really see how this team responds mm-hmm. coming off a loss and then having this week coming out with a heavy heart. All eyes is on Las Vegas.
0: Yeah. Randy, I appreciate you just being genuine and honest. It's what we love We've about you. We've been through a lot, Sam. Yes, we, yes, we have. Yes, we have.
1: <coughs> Corey, do me a favor because I can't reach it. Could you get my Bible from over here? They're making me get my Bible back out because Randy Moss, if someone could... Uh, Contact Randy Moss and and Randy this right here is what you need the bible and, and, and I say that because and and I hope people don't take this the wrong way. Sam Ponder, nice looking lady, uh, decent broadcaster whatever but <laughs> the Bible's going to tell you about <laughs> what a woman is capable of, talking you into some dumb shit basically. I'm sorry for cussing while talking about the Bible, but that—that that is, that's what we just saw happen right there. That was Eve uh, with the apple. <laughs> Randy, take a bite of this, because she didn't fed him more. <laughs> Randy, I just see you crying, and what, what are they going to feel in that locker
0: room, Randy? Oh, my God, how can they play? I mean, Randy, tell them, you know, go ahead and cry with me, Randy. We're both just feeling this emotional energy because of that email. Randy goes, guys, help me out here. Everybody talk about how upset they are. I'm upset, so you guys should be upset, and Randy, go ahead and cry, cry along with me.
1: And at that point, when she did all of that, everybody's balls just fell out from underneath them, rolled off the set. Everybody just, everybody just <laughs> forgot who they were, forgot what they represent. And, and Teddy Bruski said, you can play, but you don't want to play for them. You just don't want to do it. He said D. Marie Smith had big lips. Oh, my God, how can you play for John Gruden? He's got good vision. He can see how big DeMarie Smith's lips are. You don't want to play for him. Anybody that recognizes DeMarie Smith has big lips, how could you play football for him? I, Rex Ryan, I know your brother uh, Rob. Rob, I know your brother Rob well. I'm, I'm going to send Rob an actual note and say, Hats off to you, Rex, for not participating in any of that. You might be the only one with a pair that was sitting on that set. Congratulate Matt Hasselbeck, you did the best you could. She put you in a spot, made you answer a question, and you did the best you could. Well, the answer's in that Raiders locker room. Good way of saying nothing. I would have preferred for you to say, Sam, what are you crying about? This is a damn email that had nothing to do with Randy. Why is this fool crying? It ain't got a damn thing to do. Randy doesn't have particularly big lips. Uh, so I don't even understand what he's upset about. Maybe, is he jealous of Maurice Smith's big lips? If, if, if I were Matt, that would've, what, what I would've done, I would've called Randy out and Sam Ponder out right on the spot. That's why I could never work for ESPN. That's why I could never, because I actually live in reality, in the real world. And you over at ESPN, you can't. If you insist on living in reality, eventually, you'll get run out at ESPN. And so, there's a little game you gotta play, and you go, guys, give it to your emotions. He said, T. Murray Smith has big lips. How can they play? And, I mean, I'm just listening to like, If this is what coaching women's sports is like, if one little, and it's not, it's not. I know many female athletes and female coaches that, have said and say rough things to their players and the athletes take it and keep it moving. And that's what, how could not one person sit on that panel and say, my God, the things that get said in the locker room, I I just don't know if this is a big deal, guys. Because that certainly seems to be what the Raiders said. And the media went fishing for someone to to just be outraged. We've yet to hear from one assistant or former player. that's like, oh my God, John Gruden fired me from my job, cut me from this position because I was black. <sighs> I think that's all I want to do. I think that I think I've said enough. I've started a big enough fire. If if if, and and I know these guys, gonna be all upset, and, pro- <laughs> and they go. Because, let let me just say, they'll cry on air about an email that a white man sent or what a white woman said to his son in a drive-thru window. They'll cry on air about that. But what they'll likely do is, man, I hope I see Whitlock. I'm going to whoop his ass. Do you notice that? Like, white people bring them to tears. Black people make them want to get violent. Think think that one through. Literally, just, just think it through. Think of all the shootings that go on in the inner city among black gang members and black people, and most of it comes from some kind of verbal conflict. If they have verbal conflict with white people, they cry. If we have verbal conflict with black people, we shoot. Think think that one through. Who's your God? Who do you respect? The person that you'll cry over their thoughts about you? Or the person that you'll shoot or want to get violent with over their thoughts about you? This isn't a murder mystery. You don't have to be a Rhodes Scholar to figure out what's really going on here. They have white gods. That's why they cry when their white gods are upset with them or say anything negative about them. Those of us black and white who follow the real God, we don't get all caught up in the sins of man. Because we know we commit those same sins. But for the grace and mercy of Jesus, we are forgiven. Thank you. That is all. I hope that I haven't confused anybody. Uh, If we could get tomorrow rolling, I'm done. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Monday evening.
0: Freedom No negotiation, my sister, no relation We all just want to have freedom Sitting on the corner, never been alone i am breaking my back for freedom Bless, we are living, get back We are receiving, all deceiving We all want to be free We want freedom I just want, I want to be I just want, I want to be I just want I I wanna be, I just want